No, now there's not a... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Brunch! Hit it, boys! Peter? Yes? I'm getting a dog. Are you really? No. Oh, what the fuck? Wouldn't that be the best? That's the meanest way to start an episode. Wouldn't that be the best? If I was getting a dog... Yeah, man. I don't know why you would do that to me right now. Mm. I've said it before. I would just quit life if I got a dog. I'll tell you, a dog would be bad for the podcast. Yeah, because I would your stop. Life would I would be the dog. Back everything. I, I wouldn't. I'm basically your your puppy. That is true. And now you're getting like now you're growing. Now you're getting old and shitty and slow. <laughs> yes, so maybe yeah. actually I will get <laughs> time a dog. time to get a replacement. A replacement in waiting. My my parents never did that until they got older. Where, like, as the dog would start to get old, they'd get, get another dog. Yeah. That's got to be so weird. It's got to be real tough on the older dog. It's like, you got you got a pro bowler, and they've got, like, one more year left on their contract, but they think they can play a couple more years after that, and you draft a quarterback in the first round. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's this? It's the old Ben Roethlisberger. Where, yes, uh, Tommy Maddox. Then you sh- throw, oh, no, throw a hissy fit. Oh, the new you're, kid, you're the new doing kid. actually Ben Roethlisberger. The, uh, the, when the Steelers drafted Ben Roethlisberger, they had Tommy Maddox, who was an okay quarterback, but yeah. they had a top 10 pick, and Roethlisberger fell to 10 because everybody thought, everybody thought that Roethlisberger was going to be the second quarterback taken in that draft class. It was going to be Eli Manning, and then somewhere, maybe, maybe the Giants at four would take uh, Ben Roethlisberger. No, Giants liked Phillip Rivers. And you know what? Good decision. Yeah, Philip Rivers yeah. again. Philip Rivers is better than both of those guys. I know that that's incorrect, but <laughs> definitely better than Eli, and hasn't won. no. But Ben Roethlisberger uh, a couple a year or two ago, like absolutely uh, assaulted shit, somebody. Sh- sh- probably, <laughs> yeah. But uh, absolutely shit his pants when the when the Steelers drafted. Oh yeah, they just drafted. What was the uh, Mason Mason something? Sure, Mason Ramsey. I think yes, Mason Ramsey. The uh, Old Town Road. Yeah, gave them gave them the love. Where is Mason Ram- Ramsey's Old Town Road remix? That's what I need to know. Yo, that would be awesome. Yeah, they should do that. So uh, yeah, it's got to be a tough uh, a tough realization when you're the older dog, and uh, you're like, uh, hey, a friend. How come the friends staying over for like five days in a row? <laughs> okay, you can send the friend back to wherever they're from now. Is that you think that's what happened to uh to Louis C.K.'s dog in uh in Secret Life of Pets? Cuz oh. cuz now you know he's gone. I have to see Secret Life of Pets too. Uh, Are you going to do it? I am on record of thinking the first one wasn't so good. <laughs> uh, but we uh I, I it's it's an NBC Universal thing. Uh Secret Life of Pets is like on our team. So we uh we've been running what is called a snipe which is uh, when a show's on, and then in the corner, some little animated thing pops up or yes. whatever, and they try to, s- to slip the snipe uh, into the rundown, places where myself and Tom Giles won't see it, because we stop exactly <laughs> what we're doing, look into the corner, wait for it to go away, and then continue what we're doing. It's the most fun thing in the world. So I got to see it for that reason. Also, like, there's something to be said for seeing a movie that you hated being carried on you know 
Well, I mean, I also think that it's like, like the idea that there's part more of the secret podcast. Life of, yeah, yeah. The, the idea that there's more secret life of pets like, is like that story hasn't been told. <laughs> right. Uh, it supposedly it, it, it didn't do so hot. On it's not doing so hot. Rotten Tomatoes wise. Uh, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, I finally saw the first half of Godzilla, and Rotten Tomatoes. It's like a forty, and then its audience score is like eighty five. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that's not totally surprising. We kind of fell somewhere in the middle there. It's just like, it's not a critics movie. Yeah. it's People are going to see that movie just for like the monster fights. But don't critics know when they're reviewing? Do, do all critics kind of do stuff on the same scale? Can't they start it with like, hey, you know so this is a monster movie. So let's take this with a, a lump of salt. I'll tell you, man. That's why, uh, that's why this podcast is super valuable. Because guess what? We're better than critics. We have, we have that, more realistic expectations than critics. Yes. We had that uh, discussion today or over the weekend. Somebody said they really like the they, when we talk about movies. Like, move, like movies is what, is what they like most about the podcast. And we were both like, that's funny because that is kind of what we've fallen into. Movies have become a very central thing of the podcast when they weren't early on. And uh, neither of us fancies ourselves particularly smart when it comes to movies. <laughs> so it's, it's not... We don't really review and break down movies as much as... It, if you were to say to somebody, hey, how'd you like that movie? They answer the question and then you were like, okay, now talk for 31 more minutes. <laughs> right? Yeah. See it's, where that takes you. Right. It's, it's, more, it's, uh, it's like the, uh, the old common fellas take on, on, uh, on movies. Yeah. And then with an extra, like, 31 minutes. Uh, So, having now seen, in two pieces over three tickets, Godzilla, man, you did not... You you correctly... You didn't oversell Randy's death. That death was as good a death as Grand Death as I've ever seen. No, I'm saying you didn't oversell it. And you said you were like, man, it is big... It is iconic. It is goals. And I saw it in 3D, and oh my god. that it, His death legitimately was the best thing I've ever seen in 3D. Because they shoot him, and he's standing against glass, and the glass breaks. So Randy's like head, or Randy's blood and the glass explode out towards you in oh, 3D. Shit. It was... It was excellent. I, I that makes me want to see the movie in 3D, and I always avoid 3D movies uh, whenever possible. Really? Yeah, but I saw I saw Rocket Man in 3D because I had to Ooh. based on the uh, the showing times. Okay, but yeah, I try to avoid 3D wherever possible. I just think it's like a cheap gimmick for movies, and it's it's more distracting than anything. Did we see? Uh no, we didn't see the Spider-Man movie in 3D, but it looked like a movie they had made for 3D and right. then forgot to give you glasses. Yes. Um, yeah. Randy A, uh, no mustache. I know. Was, this is a bit, a bit stubble weird. Stubble Randy. Yeah. Stubble Randy. It was more like clean shaved than stubble even. He had, he had, a, you, he had a little bit of... It was like a one, the first day of a, after a shave. Right, for Randy. I mean, that guy, that guy's shit grows. That guy's got... And his beard is great. Uh, I tell you, I didn't know from the from my first viewing of the second half that uh, that Mills and her mom were taken hostage. Out they were just hanging out with those people. Out they were just hanging out with those people, (laughs) and I was like, "Man, don't they understand? 
these well, they, are bad guys. They certainly didn't act like they were being held hostage. They seemed quite no. comfortable. And uh, despite being held hostage, uh, Mills' mom does presses the button that they don't want her to press. That that I think you'd only press if you were a bad guy. She was acting like a bad guy. Well, I think that she wasn't really like, kidnapped because she was sort of on that guy's team. Right. They, they had similar uh, motivations. They had, they had similar motivations and ideals. I did not stay for the. Um, I did not stay for the Boston destruction. I'd seen that enough. One other big takeaway I had from Godzilla is as soon as Randy's character dies, the next scene. The next shot is the shot in which Thomas Middleditch's character is introduced, and I found it very funny and kind of agreed with it that the movie was like, there's only room for one skinny <laughs> white guy at a time in this movie. We can't have both of these guys overlapping. That would be a a, a real sort of tour de force of, of skinny, nerdy white guys. People would be people would be confused. <laughs> right. It, it would be like if you had a movie and like half the characters' names are John. Yes. Yeah. Because there's a Too lot many of overlap jumps. there. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine somebody who's watching that movie, they see Randy die, and they're like, no, now there's not a... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine uh, Randy dying, and then the next scene, Thomas Middleditch comes in, and they're like, hey, thought that guy just died. Um, yeah. Also now with a with a clear understanding of the movie, how many movies in like dire circumstances are like, okay, we're the government. What do we got to do? Let's rely on someone who's totally out of the game, and this is not their job anymore, and technology has evolved, and they probably don't know how to use any of our stuff. Let's lean on him to call the shot. I think that's why a lot of people were very, very critical of the script, which the script, oh, really? the script pretty bad. We, we got to admit it. But like the, the reason that the audience score is so high is because there are monster fights, and the monster fights are okay. Yeah, who's your favorite monster? Tell you who my least favorite monster is. Uh, monster Zero? Is that the uh, the the like the butterfly one? That's the one. No, no, that one was cool. Is that uh, Mothra? I think Mothra was the butterfly one. I'm just uh, very using basic uh, associations here. That you said moth, right? And butterfly. Yeah, no, I I think the uh, whatever the butterfly moth slash thing was. I'm assuming it's Mothra. That's my least favorite one. Uh, Not cool. The the monster zero. looked like it was out of is it sleeping beauty that has like the the dragon with multiple heads is that a thing also hercules has one of those sure it's it's the um what's the uh the 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 greek mythology medusa medusa yeah Yeah. sort of like that thing yeah sometimes my hair can be like medusa that's true it it clumps together and it'll be (laughs) thick and i look like i have snakes in my hair why didn't you like monster zero though i thought monster zero was kind of cool like you cut off that thing's head and it grows back i just think i just think that's so overdone there again you got sleeping beauty you got uh there's a three-headed dog from harry potter is there yeah man when did when did that happen I think that was in the uh, the second one, the uh, Chamber of Secrets. Oh, so it was I, the Guardian of the Chang- Chamber of Secrets. Is is Chamber of Secrets is two? Yeah, and Prisoner of Azkaban is three. Yes, and Deathly. Want to see if we can name all is... all the Harry Potters in a row? Yeah. Okay. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Harry Potter and the is the Goblet of Fire four? Oh, I think it is Goblet of Fire. Yeah. yeah. Five. Is there a Deathly Hollows happening at some point? Yes, but I think is that six? Order of the Phoenix might be five. 
Uh, that sounds possible, yeah. Order of the Phoenix is a thing. Yes. Order of the Phoenix 5, uh, Deathly Hallows 6. Or is Deathly Hallows the last one? Hmm. Death, oh, man. So now, I'm, now I'm all mixed up. Maybe. Oh, no, the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, I was. I remember Half I was Blood, definitely out by the time Half, Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince, I think, is uh, is seven. Mm-hmm. Are we at seven? Right. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna look these up. Okay. Uh, you can keep going. Let me. Uh, Harry Potter discuss. Quiz me. Quiz me. I'll, I'll do the rundown. You tell me uh, if I get them all right. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. Harry Potter books. Okay. All right. Now, there are... Eight books. There are eight. Yep. So, ready? Yeah. Number one, uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Hold on. Where the hell is this? It's a... What? Come on, look it up. What What? What are we doing? Harry it Potter just... Discord. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. Okay, great. Uh, number one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes, also known as... Harry Potter 1. No. Sorcerer's Stone. You already said that? <laughs> yes. You don't know this? I the, knew this. The English ones or whatever? Yeah. No, what, what is it called? Philosopher's Stone. Oh, who cares? Uh, number two, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yep. Is there an alternative title to that one? No. Harry Potter 3, uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Correct. Number four, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Correct. Number five, Harry Potter and uh and harry potter and the order of the phoenix correct harry potter 6 harry potter uh and the damn it this is where i'm getting this is where i'm mm. getting real confused harry potter is it the half blood prince no is it the uh the order of the i already said the order of phoenix yes harry potter and the deathly hallows nope Shit, what, which one am I missing? Harry Potter. Okay, give me this one. You can pass and go on to seven or eight. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. Mm-hmm. So, I believe... Is the Half-Blood Prince... Uh, no, so Deathly Hallow... Uh, Half-Blood Prince is seven. No, it's not. So, Deathly Hallows is seven. Correct. And Half-Blood Prince is eight. Incorrect. I, well, then it has to be... Then six has to be the Half-Blood Prince. It is. I said that. Yes, but I started this by tricking you into thinking there were eight. Oh, you motherfucker. Yeah. There's eight <laughs> movies and seven books. Oh, there are? Yeah, because they split the Deathly Hallows into two parts. Ooh. I was funny. I was planning on tricking you into thinking there were eight, and then before I even said that, you were like, so there were eight, right? And I was like... Wow, that was a freebie. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the the idea of a sixth one existing and me not realizing the name of it is uh, was very, very... It gave me a lot of anxiety. That's the old, uh, like, the senior prank trick where you get uh, f- uh, four chickens and label them <laughs> one, two, three, and five and let them all run around the school. Yes. People really freak out looking you do for that, that one? fourth one. No, I don't think we did a... Uh, we got like a serious annoying talking to about a senior prank. I think that uh, around our age group is yes. uh, the time when senior pranks really got cut down on. Right, where they were like, all right, uh, we're calling the... Co- oh, they had the cops there the day that it would happen. <laughs> yeah. They were like, hey, uh, 
folks are waiting to arrest you. We're like, for like getting on the intercom and making like a <laughs> fart noise, you can't get arrested for that. You think senior pranks even still exist? Definitely not, right? Because I don't know if pranks still exist. That's true. Well, they, they exist on YouTube. There's yeah. YouTube pranksters, which aren't really pranks. It's just people saying like racist stuff and then do it just doing and then, and then being like, whoa, whoa, man, it's a prank. Uh, what's your favorite prank other than Boonk Gang? <laughs> uh, man, I don't, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I love the, I, I've probably said this a million years ago a lot on this podcast, but, uh, the uh, uh, gallon smashing. Oh, my God. I, I think the gallon smashing officially died when I saw the video of the guy smashing two gallons, <laughs> falling on the milk that's filled to the ground, and then breaking his elbow. What? On, yeah, on the uh, on the tile floor of the supermarket. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. And you can like, hear it snap. It, oh. I think that was the end of gallon smashing. Man, do you think that his GM came out after that and cried? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, it's a sports reference. To what? Uh, sports recently. Did you see what happened with Kevin Durant last night? Oh, no, I didn't see the press he, conference. He uh, tore his Achilles, and the GM came out after and gave a press conference that he was crying throughout. And a, lo- peop- a lot of people were like, wow, this is, a, this is just a beautiful moment. It's a great reminder that these people are people too. And it's like, you thought that random ass GMs of super teams weren't people like what, what's so special right. about that guy? It's like this guy's at his job and right. his employee got hurt. Yeah, it, it was, it was weird. And I'm all for like, as Barry McCockner would say, yes, tough, tough scene. scene. <laughs> right. Um, I, what happened to Barry McCockner? Uh, I don't know. His, his account keeps getting deleted. I gave up on that forever ago, but his account would keep getting deleted, and every now and then I would see posts of like, if you retweet Barry McCockner, you are yeah. I feel like, like he's been canceled. Prob- like he's ca- yeah. canceled for some reason. Problem? I don't know. Maybe for good reason. I don't know what he did. No idea. But but some of his stuff is funny, and uh, it seems like people are very split on him. His joke about uh, I was getting my coffee today at Dunkin' Donuts, and as as the man was giving my coffee, he burst into tears. I asked him what was wrong. He said, I just miss guarding Michael Jordan in the NBA Finals so much. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, we have, okay. well, go ahead. I was going to say, we have some follow-up on the Elton John stuff. Oh, yeah. There was, uh, there was fallout. I spent my, uh, the, my birthday breakfast thing uh, getting an earful from my mom about... How she didn't use the word basic, uh, but she was talking shit about you. Yes, I, well, the, the the word basic was used against me on uh, Twitter. Welcome, your mom's burner account. Welcome to this podcast and our world. Right, I don't have. You any, can't call us basic. Well, I don't have any problem with that but. either because, like, Elton John has fifty thousand great songs, and all of his quote unquote basic songs are fucking amazing yes uh, we talked about it i mean tiny dancer is probably like the most basic elton john song that you could ever pick and guess what it is a hundred as in it's for like basic bees you're saying yes yeah right like i mean it's a it's a great song and it's it's an amazing song um but yeah yeah i i didn't understand breaking uh, i just didn't understand the reaction you have to know that there is no five song combination that works for elton john because right. he's the best and he has a million great songs and people are responding they're like oh man 
What's your problem with Levon? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I hate, I, I don't like Levon. It's one of my favorite songs <laughs> in the world, but I didn't put it on a five-song list, you idiots. And then people were saying, like, oh, I think this song is underrated. If it's an Elton John song and you've heard of it, it's not underrated. <laughs> all we talk about, all the world talks about, by we, I mean, all anyone talks about is how Elton John's the greatest and all of his songs rule. This was not some, like, hey, we're putting this this list together to show you why, like, I don't know, why Daniel's a bad song. So just just relax. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, one song that didn't get mentioned at all uh, in that discussion that I really love is uh, Mona Lisa and Matt Hatter's. Oh, it did. Oh, in our discussion? Yeah. Oh, okay, because that, that got some, right. oh, you guys forgot this. Like, it's like, no. Didn't it didn't it. come up, but there that should have been in the, that should have been in my consolation uh, consolation list. But I I didn't want honorable mention to be like what would five or what would six seven eight nine be. I wanted right. it to be like, hey, here are some Elton John songs that while popular, uh, basically might not the one. Think of. It was a reason for you to bring up the one. God, what a song! <laughs> we were bumping that this weekend, man. Oh really? To, yes. Uh, so we went to Pride this weekend, and then. Afterwards, we basically drank a lot. Oh, you meant we bumped it? Yeah, I didn't remember that. Yeah, so (laughs) we drank a lot during the day, and there wasn't much of a food situation. So after, um, (laughs) after I was like, "Hey, I'm calling an Uber." It was kind of a romantic move on my part uh, because you would have followed me. I could say like, "Hey, I'm." calling an uber to montana and you would have been like cool sounds good word like it was we were both in the mode of like one of us just needed to say hey we're doing this and the other one would be like oh yeah of course we're doing this yes so i called an uber to the grocery store (laughs) near me and we drunkenly went to the grocery store uh walked in got iced coffees and then just did a little shopping and then went back to my apartment literally just the two of us and uh, had a cookout while <laughs> listening to an awesome playlist that I recently made, and the one was on it. A lot of stuff was on it, and it, it was the it best. was a good time. It was a great finish to, to a great day. Uh, had a ton of fun. Pride was awesome as expected. Pride ruled. Uh, Want to quickly say this before we get into the pride uh, conversation? And this, we're not going to say this condescendingly. This isn't a, a jokey thing, but. There was a lot of this question honestly being asked this weekend. People said, wait, can you go to Pride and, uh, and wear the, the Pride flag or, and do these things if you're not queer? And it's my, it struck me initially as a stupid question, but enough people asked it that... Uh, it, it needs answering, I guess. Sincere thought, I guess. Right. Uh, yes, you go and you support. And, uh, it, I mean, think of it this way. Like, any flag that you wear, you're not saying, I am this flag. You're saying, like, I believe in this or I support this or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised that was a question that was asked, but it was kind of asked a, a lot. Here's one thing we did learn. I, for, I think it was our friend Jim who pointed this out. It might have been somebody else. But they were like... You know, you can tell the straight people at a pride thing because some people just show up like wearing their clothes, whatever they'd be wearing <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday. And then some people are just like drenched in the flag. Those are the straight people. <laughs> <laughs> so like like me, 
Uh, I was wearing. I had a great uh, rainbow tank. You had a very good top. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I got it too. Like on Twitter, somebody was like, "Why were you there?" And it's it's not like I'm not trying to like encroach on like the, the LGBTQ celebration or anything. I was there to actually like support friends of mine that were happy to have me there and happy to have yeah. support from straight people or allies. I suppose it was a it was a party for something that you like. So like, why? Right. I, we don't get invited to a lot of parties. Exactly. Uh, it was fun. A guy came up. Uh, he was wearing a share t-shirt. We didn't get his name. He was like my best friend, though. I talked to this guy. Oh, he, yes. he ruled. And all we did was talk about share. And uh, basically, he had like a lot of similar uh, musical tastes to us. And he walked up and he was talking to us for a few minutes. And uh, right away, he was like, Hey, th- thanks for being allies. And I was like, you don't know that I'm straight. <laughs> How dare you? It's, it's very weird. I said, I've said this before. Like w- when I was a kid, uh, and idiots would be like, oh, if you're if you have any like uh, stereotypically feminine qualities, you're gay or whatever. Um, and now, as an adult, people are like, oh, you're a lame dude. You're straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, yeah, that that guy was awesome. He yeah. was so much fun. Did we talk about Mamma Mia? I felt like we talked we about We talked Mama a Mia. lot about Cher with him. Um, he said that Cher is making another ABBA album. And I remember I started no podcasting way. pretty hard. I was like, man, we don't talk enough about what Cher is doing. Like, She is old and rich enough to do whatever she wants. And what she wants is... Is to just be ABBA. Yeah. That is so cool. That is that is so so true. And I remember you saying this. Now that's I mean that's just that's unbelievable that she's making a second. It's it's ABBA just a album. combination of swallowing your pride because she could be like, oh, I'm Cher, I'm right. right there with ABBA. I mean, it's funny anyway that she's doing this because uh, like Cher and ABBA were happening at the same time. It's not like right. Cher grew up listening to ABBA or. Uh, or I don't know that like ABBA were like the her the, inspiration, the, right? No, nothing like that. She's just like, yo, this band's dope. She's like, I I'm going to be I that band. Yeah. It's you know who it is. Cher is Kathy. Yes. Oh God. Cher is Kathy uh, to to Laura Branigan. So uh, I think my my uh, my favorite moment from the Pride Parade was uh, I don't know if you were there next to me, but that sounds so, like a good favorite moment option. Yes, I don't remember. <laughs> my favorite moment was, was you when went you to the weren't bathroom. there. Yes. Ugh. No, somebody. Sweet relief. Uh, some guy there was uh, asked, "Are you here to support, or are you here to no, suck?" Are you no? Are you here? Are you supporting the cause, or are you sucking the cause? Yes, that was so fucking. And funny. I was like, "That's not how that question's asked, is it?" And he was like, "No, I just made it up right now." That's, I, I mean, was like, "That was so was so good." Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just a really really good time. The weather was unbelievable. It was a. Uh, predictably an awesome party yeah uh and everybody was having a good time and again uh latest check on uh young people in social settings everybody was well behaved there were no there were ah, i won't say there were no assholes there was like the the occasional asshole but the assholes were very few and far between for which for a gathering that size unheard of very i i don't i don't imagine there were i don't know it was it was very good time everybody's well behaved uh Best part for me, or one of the best parts for me, it was the first time I had drank uh, spiked seltzer. Uh, you, 
o- over a, a mix-up, I thought that uh, you gave me the address. I thought that that was the block party that we were going to, but instead it was a friend's apartment, so I didn't bring anything because I thought that I was just showing up to a thing where I was going to buy drinks. Right. So I had nothing, and you were like, hey, I've got some spiked seltzers. And I'm, I'm not a seltzer guy. I'll tell you this. I don't like seltzer. I think that it is... Same. I just, I just don't like it. Alcoholic seltzer is a thousand times better than regular seltzer. Did not know that. Yeah. And I for sure know that now. And, I not, legit- and not just because it has alcohol in it, but like it just tastes a thousand times better. It tastes better. like a good drink. Right. And it is plastered all over it. It's like, this has nothing bad in it. This is healthy. I remember I kept saying, I was like, this is what like this is making me skinnier and stronger. <laughs> How? It's that's what this 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 thing said. It's like zero carbs. In fact, it sucks out any carbs you might have had today and spits them out of your stomach like in the mask when he gets shot. No carbs, nothing bad. No sugar. 100% alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you were very much in on like the this is the best thing that I've ever put in my body. I was I'm very pleasantly surprised again just because I I know that seltzer is so bad. The uh, whatever flavor I, was it truly or was we it? were drinking truly. Okay, the truly mango one, very very good. Wasn't crazy about the pineapple one. Yeah, the pineapple one was the worst of the bunch because they always come with like you, it, the thing about seltzers. You can I don't feel like you can never just buy them in like one flavor. They're never selling like oh, a really? twelve. They're never selling like a twelve pack of of black cherry or like a twelve pack of of lemon. It's always like here are four flavors. You're gonna take them or leave them. Oh. And so the pineapple one was the worst of the mm-hmm. bunch, which is wild because I think of all the flavors in that box, I like pineapple. The best. Oh, yeah. This weekend, is when I get to Charleston, I'm going to be doing vodka pines like you read about. There you go. And uh, like pomegranate, I'm usually not a big fan of pomegranate. Those ones were really good. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the was it dragon fruit or passion oh, fruit? Oh, passion fruit. Passion fruit. Unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, what was the last the one? Mango was, mango. mango was really good. the tippity, tippity top. So good. So, uh, folks, if you have any uh, alcoholic seltzer or hard seltzer, whatever it's called, recommendations... Lay them on me because I'm pretty sure I'm like not gonna do Bud Light anymore. I think really? that if I'm just if I'm not gonna be drinking good beer, I might as well be having some alcoholic <laughs> seltzer. But the the difference there though, come on is, in, bro. Let's grab a seltz. The, <laughs> the difference there though is that I don't want my alcohol to like make me not feel bad. Because I need a reminder that, like, oh, hey, true. the stuff that I'm putting in my body is, is not good for me. So maybe take it easy a little bit. I don't know if you could tell by earlier in this conversation, but I blacked out a little bit at Pride. Or after, oh, really? After Pride, yeah. And so I think a big reason for that is I just kept pounding seltzers because I was like, you know what? Hmm. Good for me. I can't. I can't tell that I'm. I'm poisoning myself. So I'm just going to keep going. I will admit, I was shoveling beer into your face when uh, we got back to my apartment. I, uh, right. But I, I mean, like, I was. I was pretty well on my way before that. Yeah. No. I mean, not to not to call you out or whatever. But when I was cleaning up after, I was like, I never even checked to see if you had started a beer before bringing you a new. Like, I would just keep going. Did I leave a lot of wounds? Bringing- there was. Uh, there was a. a a couple of wounded soldiers how wounded like one was like one sip one was smoked one was <laughs> completely blown up one, all right 
one died a I apologize. A death. No, that that is that is okay. It's just if it were alcoholic seltzer, I'd be mad. But it was just beer. <laughs> okay, you're trying to get rid of those anyway. Yeah. What are the other kinds of alcoholic seltz? People, uh, there's, there's there's Harry's. Uh, is that it? Sure. Or is that sh- that's Harry Razors. That's the alcoholic seltzer that. Uh, that won't, won't you you can throat. hold the can without <laughs> it cutting your hand open. <laughs> yeah, no. There's uh there's Bon and Viv, which is uh from Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, uh Harpoon, just teamed up with uh, Polar. Ah, I heard those aren't good. It's time to talk about uh, one of my favorite sponsors of this here program. I love all our sponsors, but you know what? I feel a little bit closer to this one because I'm wearing them on my face right now. Warby Parker. Acne? Fuck off. <laughs> My skin looks great. You, yeah, I was looking. I was like, let me make sure he doesn't have any problems because that would be mean. That would be super mean, and I would have I would have canceled the rest of this show. My skin has been great uh, recently, by the way. Hell I, yeah. I, uh, I got a new medication uh, after some, some troubles, and so uh, I've been in the clear, and I'm, I'm very, very happy Not about clear it. Clear like your Warby Parker uh, frames. There you go. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. A collaboration between four close friends couldn't be us. Uh, Warby Parker was conceived as an alternative to the overpriced and bland eyewear available today. Prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new iPhone. By circumventing traditional channels and engaging with customers directly through their website and retail stores, Warby Parker is able to provide high-quality, good-looking prescription eyewear at a fraction of the price. The Warby Parker aesthetic is vintage-inspired with a contemporary twist. Every pair is custom-fit with anti-reflective polycarbonate prescription lenses available exclusively through warby parker's website and retail stores glasses start at just 95 dollars, and that includes prescription lenses it's eyewear with a purpose almost 1 billion people worldwide lack access to glasses that means that 50 percent of the global population cannot effectively learn to learn or work which is crazy because glasses were invented 700 years ago Warby Parker partners with non-profits like Vision Spring to ensure that every pair of glasses sold, a, a, another pair is distributed to, to someone in need. So, if you want to try Warby Parker, you can get your free home try-on program, which gives you five pairs of glasses to try on and test out for five days. And there's no obligation to buy. They ship free, and they include a prepaid return shipping label. So to get that... Head to warbyparker.com slash brunch to order your free home try-on today. Again, the glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. And those lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. And there's also blue light filtering lenses available now. I should get those because I, uh, I'm on the computer all day. And I've heard that the blue lights are great. But I've tried the home try-on. It's how I've gotten a couple pairs of my glasses. I love Warby Parker. They're really, really great frames. I would highly recommend. I'm doing it right now. And if you have an iPhone X, make sure to download Warby Parker's app where you can use their brand new virtual try-on, which allows you to try on the eyeglasses, seeing realistic color, texture, and each size of each style using your phone. So again, warbyparker.com slash brunch. Get your free home try-on. The uh, Stanley Cup final will conclude tonight. Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. And we could, we could have just recorded a let's do this as though the Bruins won the Stanley Cup and 
be vague. But, yeah, Bruins are going to win the Cup. Yeah, I, uh, I also think they're going to win a Cup. I also am totally shitting my pants because anything can happen in a Game 7. But the Bruins should absolutely win the Stanley Cup. Which I think makes me more nervous because I'm going to be pissed if they lose. Yeah, I'm not nervous. Anything could have happened in Game 6. That's true. That is true. And the Bruins didn't have the momentum heading into Game 6. Yeah, the momentum has, as a great writer uh, wrote Tuesday on NBCSportsBoston.com, momentum has meant jack shit. And then in brackets area that Brad Marchand likes to spear. Yeah, I mean, series. It, so it, it, it's not, it doesn't matter about momentum. It's that if two teams are playing for a game seven and they both have to give everything they've got, then I'll take the team that has more to give. This shouldn't even be in a seven game series. It shouldn't, the Bruins shouldn't have even been on the ropes in the first place. They've underachieved. All they need to do is not underachieve so, so, and bang. Yeah, so, so what I mean by my, my momentum is that they fixed some of their problems that were plaguing them in Game 6. Somewhat. I would agree. Like, their top line has proven that they can have an impact on this series, so it makes me feel a little bit good. It makes me feel a little bit like they've, they've got some momentum heading into Game 7. It's, uh, you said something that is very bold. Uh-oh. You think they're going to win the game in the first period? Oh, yeah. I think they are. Uh, they're they're going to score two goal, at least two goals in the first period. I didn't see it, but Jordan Bennington's being a bit of a, uh, a an asshole. Did you see someone asked him what happened on the second goal? He said he went in. And he was like, did you see it? And the guy was like, yeah. And he was like, did you see that it bounced? And he was like, yeah. He's like, cool. So, yeah, well, it, it bounced in- into your arm and you let it in. Yeah, I don't want to be mean to Jordan Bennington, but I did just call him an asshole. And I think uh, he stinks. I don't like that guy. So everybody, everybody's like... Oh man, like Bennington's showing to starting to show some signs of vulnerability. Like, no, he's been this bad the entire series. He's given a C performance pretty much every game, and you haven't always made him pay for it. I don't uh, think that he's bad. I think that he's been very overrated. Uh, people act like he's the like the second coming of Dominic Hasek. He has and- a nine oh one save percentage this series, and Tuca has not had a sub nine hundred game the entire postseason. Uh, this was a suggestion from a Twitter follower. I don't understand how this hasn't happened yet. Should people be reporting the Laura Brannigan account for impersonating a dead person? That would be great. I mean, we should have thought about that two months ago and gotten her kicked off by the, by the beginning of the Stanley Cup final. I did. She posted a picture. Kathy posted a picture of herself and like someone from Fox Sports one or something. And or Fox Sports Northwest, whatever. And she was like, so nice to meet so-and-so. Like, great meeting you. And it's a picture of not Laura Brannigan and not Laura Brannigan. So like, What's I don't think that guy account? was sending yeah. this tweet. I think this was you again, Kathy. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you also, when you talk about that, you, you have to think that like, hey, Twitter probably knows because Twitter didn't exist when Laura Brannigan was alive and they gave her a blue check mark. Do you think that you need to leave it in your will? Like, do not continue my Twitter account when I die? <laughs> yes. I thought about that. I would want, maybe, I would consider putting it in my will to have like a friend uh, continue my Twitter account in like a very mocking way. Just like, like here's some of those but there's, you know what? There's no one like me. Ooh, no one, true. no one could come up with the shit that I, that I can do. Mm. So damn it, it would be. So it would have to be really be 
mocking me. So you'd at least, uh, so that would at least make up for the. It's not as good, but they're not trying to be as good. Right. It would have to be like a. It would have to be like a caricature of you. Hmm. Which, so like, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm trying to I'll think. do it. But there are there are. I I don't want to be mean. There are like bad dumber, <laughs> less funny, self-deprecating Twitter accounts out there. That's so true. I'd be like, just just follow those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I'm sure you saw, uh, as I'm sure you have heard, DJ has passed away. Please follow like Steve Glynn or Steve Dangle, whatever. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that guy's Twitter account is. It's uh, Steve Dangle. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know. I'm saying I don't know what his tweets are like. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was just trying to think of like, who's somebody I can make fun you, of. You here. and him did go back and forth in, on Twitter a little bit. We invited him to the Stanley Cup parade. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah. I just saw I was like tagged on the 17th message, and uh, st- uh, I saw that Steve responded and was like, I'm in. What do you think, Deej? And I just responded like, hell yeah. I love you, Steve. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard brunch before, but I'm a fan. <laughs> no, he, he. I totally get everything that you do. <laughs> he has heard. He has heard. He's very well aware. I think that's why he tagged you. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Poor, poor Steve. That's uh, a good hat you got going on. What are we doing? Uh, really? Are we doing fit checks? Because you got a great fit, fit going on. I'm wearing warrior shorts. Uh, New Balance sneaks. So really keeping it in the New Balance family. It's true. Um. I'm wearing a Riot Fest t-shirt and this hat that I've had for a million years. Uh, I got two hats from this company. They're called, uh, what are they called? Uh, Kinetic. And I bought two of their hats a few years ago. They were like kind of my two main hats. This one is uh, Raiders colors and it's got a little splash of red in it. And I like it quite a bit. The other was a hat I really liked. It was a like burgundy and gold hat with what looked like an American flag, but there was, I forget what was going on in it, but multiple people have pointed it out to me over the last year or whatever. Like even if they've just like seen the hat around my apartment, they've been like, Hey, that looks like a, uh, that looks, is it all lives matter or blue lives matter or what? What, what what's the, the the one that looks like a flag that the basically that says like hey we don't like Black Lives Matter what's that one the that's the Blue Lives Matter it's like the American flag with the blue stripe across it yes yes that one right so tough uh, break I don't I I'm I'm letting that hat sit it out for a little while and I've also got the issue going on with I I've probably said this the um, red hats yeah the red hats yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a whole thing about how Santa Claus is problematic. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a red and white hat up there. Yeah. That so. white stuff could be anything. Okay, well, anyway, this is last December's episode of Brunch. Thanks for listening. And now
how does that work? Always with me. Tiny dancer in my head. Tiny dancer. Oh, I like your one piece. I like your one piece too. But how it feels so real. Lying here and no one near but only you. And you can hear me. I got my brand new C card. 